Hello people, welcome to the 16th episode of our podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about Group E. Group E has uh, Spain, Sweden, Poland and Slovakia. Uh, let's start with Spain. Uh, what do you think people do? What's Spain going to do in this year? Yeah, this is actually a pretty weird year for the Spanish fans because the yeah. team, uh, the squad that we've seen put by Luis Enrique, this is, I don't know, It's uh, it feels weird. Like There are... You know some big names missing and and uh, and, uh, and you know what yeah. luck is not doing them any favors too because I was reading the yeah. Spanish side me jab uh kisko hai Busquets ko hai na Corona Busquets huh, huh. yeah see Busquets is Corona so uh, yeah, apparently your first first place cap first choice captain tha, that is Ramos he is injured right and Busquets Busquets was supposed to lead the side. Which I was yeah, actually uh, against because he was a big one. Let's go, no matter what. But again, credibility because of that. Yeah, but he also had COVID. COVID, all this is fine. You know what is happening? So, yesterday, it was with Lithuania or Latvia. Okay, I'm not sure. It was just like a country. So, the thing is, their first level, they don't do training. Because, you know, they are basically... Fear of infection. Uh, fear of infection symptoms are yeah. right. So, so under 21 side, yes, Spain under 21 side, Latvia, Lithuania, and uh, now, 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 you know in the Euros. I don't know, but still, I, I think they want to top the group. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Cool yeah, man. yeah, the point is justified because coming yeah. into this tournament, this huge tournament, right? Thoda agar game time, just we see other countries like France, Portugal, they are playing their uh, starters, right? We have seen Griezmann scored two great goals in, in the last two friendlies. Even saw for Portugal, players like Bruno Fernandes and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bernardo Silva, they're all starting. Yeah. Man, you could argue that they should not start because they might, uh, the coach might think that injured as a tournament. But again, man, I think some some warm up is required coming into this big tournament, right? Because they are all part of different club setups, right? To build that chemistry, to build that chemistry on the pitch, I think some game time is needed, man, with like uh, all of your experience setup playing together in the field, building up that chemistry. Enrique, yeah, and... Enrique has a very shit, uh, you know, hands that is dealt to him. But I'm very sure he's gonna make something out of it. Pretty sure. You know, when you talk mm-hmm. about a tournament, yeah, he's Luis Enrique at the end of the day. Yeah, huh. yeah. So when you're talking about a tournament which is as big as Euros, even the weakest team on paper is going to go out there prepared, right? They're going to go drilled, right? They will be ready to face any challenge. So, Spain, the players, without going any match practice, it is, I think, any side which has better uh, practice and coordination can defeat them on uh, if, if the Spanish players go there unprepared, right? Yeah, man. The thing is, yeah. uh, we, even even the supposed centre-back pairing, right? I think it's going to be Paul Torres and uh, Amrik Laporte, right? And Amrik Laporte, I think it's the first time he's going to wear a Spanish jersey. 
and he, he used to represent france till now and he has actually changed nationalities these two guys have never played together in the past right they need and it's very important for your center back pair to actually have some uh, like there should be no communication gap between them right because agar thoda communication gap ho gaya to one misunderstanding here and there thoda goalkeeper ke sath kuch communication gap ho gaya and you ended up making a bad pass right or a bad call and itne bade tournament mein you can suddenly trail by a goal right so i don't know man to thoda wo game time to chahiye tha ek sath specially given ki ye this, this is a new center back pairing if i'm like pointing out explicitly we oh, if we overlook this problem of course this problem cannot be overlooked so simply it's not that simple but still uh, behind this problem they have put a very talented bunch of players right you know good good uh, distribution of experience and raw talent right yeah yeah so you look at people oh man and like, but uh, actually the squad picked by lu enrique i think man questions were asked you know because again as onirban said many big names like not big names but names that people expected to see in the final 26 right they were missing and one of the yeah. most shocking exclusions for me was that of lucas vasquez right he has mm-hmm. been a revelation for real madrid this season he, he has been he has proven himself in the right wing as well as at the right back position unexpectedly under zidane when zidane was out of all right backs he didn't have carvajal he didn't have rodrigo zola lucas vasquez played Played at the right back position, and he actually played very well. Some somewhat similar to what Quadrado did for Juventus, right? Yeah. And he was excluded. And a, a player like Adam Traore, who has, who I think had one of his worst seasons, right, in of his career. We have seen him play for you now three years now. I think four years actually, if I count the year he, was, he used to play for Middlesbrough in the Premier League, right? Four years we have seen in the top tier, and I think this is this has been his worst season. and he was included and someone like lucas vasquez another guy who was excluded from the squad was actually a la liga winner i think saul right saul i don't think is a part of the 20 yeah. squad and yeah. someone like yeah you can argue man but again he if you if you can argue that thiago can be in the squad irrespective of having a bad season because of his credibility so can saul right and he actually didn't have a bad season he was a major role he played a major role in simeone's la liga winning side yeah. his partner on the other hand is picked koke right but saul isn't i don't know what enrique was thinking yeah and uh, yeah. Uh, another uh, player who was picked and he deserves it is rodri from manchester city dude uh, that yeah, player was yeah that player wasn't picked for the finals in the champions league and pep paid for it Rodri is a player. If you have any or in your midfield, you 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 are secure actually. You are secure that he he hugs Ganeti. He is a very consistent yeah, player. I'm going yeah. to actually say something. We are on record, man. I'm going to say this. I think it will piss many fans off, especially the Barcelona fans. But Rodri at this point of time is far far better than Sergio Busquets in that position, right? Yeah. If, if I had to choose one to start. right i think it has to be rodri over busquets we have seen busquets uh, like make this misplays lose the ball which we have never seen him do right lose busquets losing the ball imagine that we have never imagined that busquets ball lose kar dega right but again oh, man yeah, but it's, it's happening now nowadays it's, it's happening now because of the age man you have to you have age, to yeah. you have to acknowledge that at some point of time you are not going to be the player that you once were right and i think for yeah. busquets the time has come 
So I think Rodri has to be a starter for that. Uh, if Louis Enrique actually wants to do something with his midfield, yeah. wants to structure his midfield properly, I don't see a midfield without Rodri in it. Yeah, bro, it's time he picks up the mantle too, bro. Because it gets good, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, Rodri, Rodri, Rodri has, has to be. Proven the himself, man. He has proven himself in the Premier League, yeah. in the Champions League. He has proven himself that he is more than. Capable of doing that, more than capable of. And there are these players like um, they don't act, they never put a bad performance, right? Yeah, so man. They're always reliable. So Rodri is that kind of a player, and you need that kind of a player in that position as a CDM. That's a very crucial position. You know, a lapse of concentration from such a player, and you can you know be in a very bad situation defensively. So I think Rodri should start. I would agree to that. Yeah. And I think he's also going to pick Thiago because um, Thiago um, towards because the, he's Thiago, right? That that's the reason. Yeah, and especially towards the end of the season, Thiago did play well. I mean, um, for Liverpool, we relatively uh, hit it, but we didn't yeah. get to see the quality that we are used to seeing from us, yeah. right? But yeah, but say, yeah. Yeah. He he but if 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 but the last ke char match mein acha khel and all that that is not how you uh, you know like you decide a season and what's when the Thiago difference between to... someone like Thiago and someone like Scott McTominay man you tell yeah, me yeah but kya farak see the thing is how you uh, how you decide whether a player ka season acha gaya ki you see ki usne para half mein fir injured ho gaya waisa kuch like he has done a major portion of the season is influenced and... uh, his team ka performance through his performance क्लॉप naturally naturally does with his signing because thiago i don't think is a proper fit for the premier league at the for and i'll say it in the future he might yeah. prove me wrong because he's a very good player but i genuinely yeah. think for the moment that he he is not a player to be like he's not built for the premier league so it's not his fault to be very honest he has played in la liga and bundesliga and performed very well but premier league man it's actually quite it's tough very even in the even Yeah, even with Jorginho, right? We see that with Jorginho. We have been seeing that for the past three years, right? Jorginho was one of yeah. the most influential players of a very good Napoli team. That's why Sarri brought him uh, with him, right? And yeah, actually he has improved. He has Im- like uh, discovered new avenues in his game, Jorginho. But he has to do the same if he wants to play week in week out the Premier League and perform. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. We are talking about players being good for their teams. Uh, let's just shift our focus to Imeric Laporte. You know, he was a guy who sh- switched his international allegiance from France to Spain just before the tournament. So, what do you guys think of that decision he made? Was it just man? The decision is yeah. You tell me, man. Do you see the friend? You have seen the French squad, right? I think yeah, as I yeah. said, this uh, this uh, starting centre back pairing, I think, would be. Varane and Kimpembe, given the seasons they have had respectively, mm. but apart mm. from that, you also have the likes of Kurt Zuma, right? Mm. And who who else is there? Like uh, 
Samuel Umtiti is is he there? I don't know. Yeah, I think he hasn't been made. I think. Yeah, and but yeah, and there are a lot of players. I'm actually can forgetting the names. Yeah, but there are actually a lot yeah. of centre backs. There is a lot of competition, yeah. right? Yeah. Or upper side dude, उसने पूरा season वो bench पे बैठा हुआ था, ठीक? I'm very glad. No, yeah, no yeah. hard feelings. Sir. Yeah, there, there's apart from Zuma, there's there's Jules Kounde and Clement Longley, right? So five yeah. centre backs who actually start for their respective clubs, and those clubs are not. Just any clubs, but actually the top Dude, tier clubs like Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Do you get Upamecano the Leipzig guy? Who is the French, right? Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, uh, it was a bit unfortunate because he is a very, you know, he has the quality. You know, we have seen him play really well, uh, and uh, even when he has been called up from the bench this season, he has performed well, very well. So I think um, this was and a good decision. I think he'll start, man. I don't see him. Uh, like it's not a competition. It's either him alongside Fautores or Diego Llorente or Eric Garcia. Or Eric Garcia. So, so he's yeah. going to start. Yeah, he's yeah. a. He is, you know, he. That's the weird thing about it right now that he just shifted to uh, Spain as his national team, and he is the best centre back in that 26-man squad. So that's pretty weird. Yeah, but no, I think I think his second to Pau Torres in my opinion. Pau Torres, I think yeah, he has been a better centre. Yeah. Yeah, we Torres actually saw that in the Europa final as well, right? Bellaria, oh. yeah. So I man, ha, that's another like it's it's concerning, right? Because if those two, like one of those two guys actually get injured, it's either Diego Llorente or Eric Garcia, and I think neither of them have the uh what do uh, what the word I'm looking for? मतलब क्या बोलते हैं उसको? Pedigree. Uh, pedigree, yeah. Pedigree to actually start for a Spanish national national side in a tournament like the Euros, right? Or yeah. Enrique uh, can turn to Aspilic Peta, but again, man, Aspilic Peta in a two-man defensive system, I don't think it will work. Right. And how would he? How would he do that? Because that was uh, what I was going to point out. He's the only right back. He's the only player who can play right back in this entire squad. Yeah. Right. Even no Jesus Navas, like, I think, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Navas, Lucas Vasquez. You could have picked yeah. these. That's that's very. I think the defense. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, if like imagine Aspilicueta is old enough, you know, if he gets injured for some reason, who are you going to play at the right back? It's just unjustified. How he wouldn't pick a backup right back? I think um, Enrique has some unexplainable decisions that he has made. Yeah, man. And I think Nacho Fernandez was fit. Nacho, um, even Nacho Fernandez, be, man. Yeah. Even Nacho Fernandez, yeah. Lucas Vasquez. I don't know if there's an agenda. Against the Real Madrid players that he is showing, but man, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's unexplainable. Nacho Fernandez, I think, did very mm-hmm. well for Real Madrid this season in the absence of uh, Ramos and Varane from time to time. Whenever he was called upon, right? Nacho Fernandez was mm-hmm. even a part of the 2018 World Cup squad, right? So he he has mm-hmm. represented Fran- uh, Spain in the very top level. And actually, I remember him scoring in the very first first game against Portugal, right? He was a screamer from outside of the box. So Nacho Fernandez, man, I think Nacho Fernandez, either Nacho Fernandez or Lucas Vasquez or Jesus Navas could 
surely have been without any question a part of the side but again man i think uh, uh, enrique has only picked 24 players right he still can pick two more yeah so let's yeah. i don't know man what is okay. yeah so what do you guys think about the attack side of things uh, in spain like you have players like oyasabal traore olmo moreno morata who do you think are going to feature in this competition When the attack, attack, attack yeah, for Spain, doesn't have any expectors, right? The only expected there is the youngster, that is Ferran Torres, right? Everyone else yeah. are like, Gerard Moreno, yeah, he had a very good season, right? He scored 20 plus goals. He even won the Europa League and he actually scored in the final as well, right? But yeah, Gerard yeah. Moreno, man, I think he, his limitation is his pace, right? i think he is yeah. very slow he specializes in like funny and tricky situations right yeah. which actually we saw in the final that he gets in the Dude. behind the Dude. defender right us din us din agar aur koi bhi defender hota na to wo goal nahi hota like lindelof gerard moreno ha matlab ha matlab in the la liga these are the matlab ye la liga strikers ke sath hamesha ye problem raha hai right the last la liga striker genuine la liga striker that i saw this ne matlab he actually performed well in the international uh, level i think was david via right for spain and uske baad yeah uske baad like morata fir iago aspas and even gerard moreno we saw negredo we saw soldado all of these players man none of them were actually uh, none of them filled that void after david via left right i mentioned yeah, five yeah. six names who have been like playing as a striker for different va- various clubs and various leagues for very long time now right and they have some patches right all of yeah. these strikers you mentioned they've every year they they used to think that yeah this guy will will be the spain's number 9 this guy would feature as a spain's number 9 so yeah it it didn't work it didn't uh, continue right yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think they yeah. they'll have to turn yeah. to Moreno as their striker in the tournament and yeah. yeah because man Morata yeah man you can argue because he has the pace he can head but he misses man mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. fact he misses big chances big big chances we've seen that yeah we've seen that for Chelsea we've seen that when he came back to Atletico mm-hmm. and even when he joined Juventus like the first few weeks he played very well right Yeah, we remember yeah. uh, this season first few weeks he assisted i think five six times and his combination with cristiano was actually building up to be very like a, a nice one but again it faded away right in chelsea as well i think he was the top scorer till match day 10 or match day 11 right he had some 12 13 goals but after then he had some uh, he had a drought for four five months and where his confidence dripped and we never got to see the same morata again right so mm-hmm. and we yeah, have so seen Gerard Morata missing chances even in the friendlies and, yeah and, man uh, and, uh, so morata can't be trusted with that key role yeah i think it's uh, gerard moreno so would be there, for that there i think that the front three that luis enrique normally fields he normally fields the front three and the three players that i see starting at gerard moreno mikel oyarzabal and ferran torres right Mm-hmm. It's either Ferran Torres or or Pedri, right? Yeah. 
and you you like those three names they have performed well this season but man i don't think for a team like spain uh the front three is as strong as it's supposed to be right pedri is still a youngster so is ferran right and mm-hmm. moreno is slow as i've mentioned before and, and mikel oyarzabal i think is the only bright uh, the, the only guy who we can expect to be consistent in in that role right in the left side we have seen that for sociedad mikel oyarzabal i think their best player in the attacking in in, in this squad mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, so, and uh, actually this is the reason like spain is not among the favorites like you know yeah, they are the big they used to be the big guns in in european football yeah. and now they are not so this is the reason right so yeah a yeah. weak attack yeah, yeah. So names Guys, names missing in the yeah 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 so before we move on my sorry ek cheez point out karunga keppa ariza balaga wasn't even called up yeah called man and up. and the guy who was picked was actually a second second choice goalkeeper for brighton yeah. so ab ab dekhi but matlab yeah man morata has been called up to the bubble squad for training you know and the the squad that would play if all these players get covid morata oh. has been called up there yeah yeah so that's i think this another you know Poor decision. Not more. Not Kepa Rizabalaga. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I spoke the wrong name. Yeah. Uh, so like uh, like they have their similarities. Both like Chelsea failures. Yeah. Both fucked up for Chelsea. So yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's another bad decision on the manager's part. And you know, I guess Robert Sanchez can be good, but how do you know that? Right. So he has never even played in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, but yeah but also, also man we remember the good uh, like the good season that kepa had his debut season right he was only second to alisson in the clean sheet department mm. in the premier league he won yeah. he actually won us the euro uh, uh, europa league right it, it was his saves in the semi final against frankfurt right in the penalty shootout that actually got us through and and like after that he has been a disaster but ever since frank lampard left and thomas tuchel joined he has i think six clean sheets in some eight games right so yeah, i think he's gaining back his confidence and yeah. not and being not being included in the euros and someone like uh, sanchez actually taking his spot i think this would curb that growth of confidence right this is very yeah. bad for him personally for kepa So yeah we have talked about Spain a lot but before moving ahead, I have to address like I have to talk about this one player who in my personal terms is going to be the most important player this season in in this in the competition is Marco Llorente right yeah. Marco Llorente yeah. has been man he actually was voted as the best midfielder in La Liga this season mm. he was mm. and he had he was competing against names like Modric Cruz Casemiro, Frankie De Jong, right? <coughs> and Marcos Llorente, he he was a he was a it's a huge story man. He was a backup to Casemiro, right? Uh, in Real Madrid. Then Diego Simeone just he was like, I I know what you are capable of. You are going to start. You are going to come to Atlet- join Atletico Madrid and you are going to start as a regular in my team and you are going to do things. You are going to achieve stuff. and as a box to box midfielder who has played in the central part as well as on the right hand side of his 442 he 
he not only has uh, has built upon his previously polished defensive side but the attacking side man he has both goals and assist like both goals and assist for him this season has been more than yes. 10 right 10 plus goals yeah plus he goals. has 13 goals 12 assists this season yeah man so marcos llorente he i think is one of the players to look not only look out for in the spanish squad this euros but like overall he has yeah. to be one of the star players coming into this euros yeah. huge expectations Mm-hmm. And so, if so now if I Enrique think we can doesn't start move yeah, ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, he's there's no question in that man. I'll he has to start, man. There's no qu- no two ways about it. I don't yeah. see Marcos Llorente not starting. So I think uh, let us move on to our next team that is Sweden, right? Sweden. So, yeah, now doing it correctly as a Manchester United fan. The the name that pops up. Dude, the damage is done. You cannot. You cannot. We called him a Ukrainian. Fuck, fuck's sake. And I was sitting here, fucking dark. So I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Okay. What? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. So the name that pops up is Zinchenko, right? For Sweden. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So Victor Lindelof, yeah. This guy, man. Yeah, he has been. I think a mixed bag. He is the only guy in that defense who has actually represented a top-level club, right? To see the defensive yeah. inclusion. Yeah, and at yeah. the highest level, there has been games where Lindelof has played exceptionally well. Right. There has been games where he has put out crosses. He has. Dude. Tackle defenders. There has been games like this, and there also has been games like the Europa League final where he couldn't mark. You know, man, uh, I remember Lindelof assisting Rashford twice or thrice this season with a long yeah. ball, right? A diagonal long yeah. ball behind the defender. He takes up the role of a midfielder and just you know grunts in the midfield. Uh, yeah, yeah. He ball. sometimes just takes the ball. What Maguire actually used to do for Leicester, right? We saw mm-hmm. that in in the Leicester side, what Maguire used to take the ball, and that if the midfield of the other team allowed him to actually progress, right? Because yeah. sometimes they do because he's a centre back and you are actually allowing him some space, right? कि तू हाँ आगे जा क्या ही कर लेगा, right? And uh-huh. Lindelof is that guy जो चला जाएगा आगे ball लेके. The thing with Lindelof is, ah, uh, his passing range is very good. So if you see him passing, na, he'll pass the ball fucking accurately. Like, you usko bolega ki ki Luksha ko ball de do do matlab midfielder khare hai, theek hai, aur upper se Luksha ko ball de, wo de dega, theek hai. Lekin jab ball aayega na wapas, theek hai. He does. He usko physicality nahi hai for being. I think no, not the sabse bada. Uska jo dikkat hai, I think as a defender, jo tumhe like the last thing. जिसमें तुम्हें दिक्कत होनी चाहिए एज अ सेंटर वाइक इज इज हिज पोजीशनिंग राइट लिंडलॉफ डिफेंसिव पोजीशनिंग या एंड आई थिंक इट हैज गॉट टू डू विद समटाइम्स यू नो लिंडलॉफ आई टोल्ड यू मेक्स फॉरवर्ड रन्स एंड डूड आई सीन हिम गेट इनटू अ विंग्स राइट ही इज प्लेइंग इन द प्लेस ऑफ प्लेस ऑफ अ रैशफर्ड और ही इज प्लेइंग इन द प्लेस ऑफ अ ग्रीनवुड राइट ही हैज गॉन देयर एंड मैकटॉमिनी हैज गॉन बैक इन द सेंटर इन द यू नो गॉन बिसाइड मगवायर सो आई थिंक ही देयर इज अ टैक्टिक you know which Dude. makes lindelof 
बॉडी का जो एंगल है ना उसके पीछे से आता है या ऊपर से आता है या होता नहीं है लेफ्ट से आ रहा है तो उसको प्रॉब्लम होती है ठीक है बट जैसे फॉर एग्जांपल कोई मिडफील्ड में पासिंग चल रहा है ठीक है लिंडलॉफ विल गो एंड इंटरसेप्ट द बॉल ठीक है ही इज गुड लाइक दैट एंड इवन देयर देयर लाइक टॉक्स विद ओले ओले एक इंटरव्यू में बोला कि फ्रेंडली में मैं लिंडलॉफ को सीडीएम खिला के देखूंगा वो कैसा खेल रहा है उसको और बिसाका को ठीक है बिसाका को सीबी खिलाएगा और लिंडलॉफ को सीडीएम खिला के देखेगा फ्रेंडली एंड आई थिंक एंड लिंडलॉफ इज डिसेंट ड्रिबलिंग टू फॉर अ सेंटर बैक या Yeah. yeah yeah that was lindelof but of course we are talking about sweden so yeah, yeah. and the yeah. other big names that pop up actually here i can see uh uh what's his name alexander isak alexander so, isak yeah man yeah. the last and two seasons in the premier league in the premier league in la liga la liga, la liga. Yeah. Yeah. la liga he has been one of the prime targets for clubs like barcelona and uh, atletico right he has been that jo har ek season tumhara ek league mein se young striker nahi aa jata jo goal pe goal mare ja raha hai theek hai har league mein hota hai aisa ek player for la liga that player is alexander isak right yeah and he has you know very good finishing for his age i mean really yeah even uh, his pace has, man pace yeah. yeah he has 17 goals this season in la liga and um, you know that says a lot about how well he has been doing even for the last two three seasons as you mentioned yeah and i think of course he's going to be the main man in the attack he wasn't so, getting enough he he uh, was a part of the dortmund setup i guess right couple yeah. of years ago and he wasn't getting enough game time uh, and he actually uh, moved to la liga and his career has just taken off ever since right Yeah. just bright things i heard of him as a player alexander and another guy right and uh, actually two two players who i think can boss the two wings right of sweden one has been representing sweden for a very long time now and is one of the most underrated players in world football right that is emil forsberg yeah. the guy from leipzig right yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and the other been... one yeah yeah go ahead yeah, yeah. He has been instrumental in what Leipzig has done the past few years, right under Nagelsmann. So he has always been pacey. He always had an eye for a pass, and yeah. Sweden would benefit a lot with him on the wings. Based like on before, the other players who are not before yeah. these players, before the Werners and the Nabi Kietas, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sabitzers and all. I think Emil Forsberg was the only marquee yeah. guy in that Leipzig team under Ralf Hasenhutl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, and even in I I don't know which tournament it was. I think it was the 2016 Euros, right? He, I saw him in the 2016 Euros as well for the first time, uh, and he actually played very well because he's he's a guy again a guy that if you give him the ball, he'll make something out of it, right? He'll just not uh, make a sideway pass or he'll not just give it back, the ball back to you or some 
uh, shit house are run that would uh, end with no end product right uh, so ml fosbuck will try things and he'll out of nowhere he'll produce some magic ml fosbuck is that kind of a player and another guy man uh, he has been an addition uh, he was brought into the juventus side by andre pirlo this season yeah. that is kulusevski right yeah and so, he cool. along with kesa has been have these two have been the you know star kids at uh, eventus this season both yeah. have performed really well uh, kulusevski could have done much better if probably he would, he would have got he the he started minutes. the season very well yeah. very very well actually. yeah and i think uh, so these are the names you look for when uh, you know studying a squad like sweden who don't yeah. have the big big names that are very yeah. usually common in other teams but these players are going to you know They're put them out like there. man itne din unko koi bada name chahiye nahi tha because like the god the god was in the team fucking lord actually actually they were pretty excited because he you know decided man, given the play. season that zlatan had i think yeah. it's safe to say that matlab agar main surprised bhi nahi hota if he मतलब रिटायरमेंट से वापस आके उसको Yeah, that goalkeeper who played for I think you he faced Manchester United in the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. In, what was the team again? Ah, uh, uh, Copenhagen. The FC Copenhagen. Ah, uh-huh. oh, goalkeeper. Too. I think that the best goalkeeping performance, one of the best goalkeeping performances that I've seen live that day yeah. against Manchester. Amazing. Just I'll just I'll just run through the stats once. Okay, एक बार stats बोलूँगा मैं उस दिन 14 shots on target थे United के और सिर्फ एक गोल हुआ था एक गोल लिंगार्ड ने मारा था शायद ऐसा कुछ था ना किसी ने तो लिंगार्ड ने नहीं मारा ना ला पेनल्टी होगा भाई रुको देख के बता रहा हूं बट इन सीन जस्ट जस्ट इमेजिन दैट फकिंग गोलकीपर वाज वाज गोइंग बोंकर्स दैट डे ही वाज सेविंग एवरीथिंग आई रिमेंबर ही वाज अप्रिशिएटेड ऑन सोशल मीडिया बाय लॉट ऑफ लाइक बिग नेम्स राइट is actually his yeah. performance was so eye catching and matlab gen manchester united ka match dekh rahe the log copenhagen ke matlab utne followers hai nahi theek hai manchester united ke match dekh rahe the unke bahut supporters and they were like unka mind it was blown ho gaya the kaise kuch nahi ja raha andar right crazy performance so actually they have very good goalkeepers in you know for this kind of a side they have robin olsen yeah. of course robin olsen yeah yeah so he he was a starter for i guess roma and then he moved to everton and became a backup but still he has yeah. a he has experience and stuff and he is a proven goalkeeper already and you also got this player like carl johan johnson who can turn up you know on his day so it was it was like one of the most clutch goalkeeping performances i saw that day or or for the best part meko yaad hai tab na kepa acha nahi khel raha tha theek hai and tum log ko goalkeeper chahiye tha tab edward mendy ko sign nahi kiya tha tum log And you were like, bro, मुझे ये चाहिए। हाँ भाई। And he was that good that day. He was that good. I remember being a Manchester United fan. I'm like, dude, we're not playing bad. This goalkeeper is crazy good. 
crazy good. उस दिन हार जाता जर्मनी स्वीडन वे दैट गुड एक 90 एक इंजरी टाइम गोल मारा क्रूज ने नहीं तो या दैट फ्री किक दैट फ्री किक दैट फ्री किक दैट फकिंग फ्री किक बट ही इज अ गुड कोच इफ यू टेकिंग अ टीम लाइक स्वीडन विदाउट ज्लातान इब्राहिमोविच नोबडी एक्सपेक्टेड एनीथिंग फ्रॉम देम एंड दे वेंट टू द क्वार्टर फाइनल्स ऑफ द फकिंग वर्ल्ड कप द बेस्ट कंपटीशन इन द वर्ल्ड and i think sweden sweden are actually uh, a very exciting team they can pull off these results like they did in the world cup so yeah yeah so let us move on to our next team that is poland so yeah, yeah. robert lewandowski yeah the yeah. country is ek banda who was robbed of everything that he deserved <laughs> he deserved yeah. a ballon d'or last year Yeah, mm-hmm. he still still this year he, he might even and yeah. end up winning it this year man yeah yeah, yeah. he and, scored uh, 42 goals 42 right or 41 for 40 for 46 46 goals in all competitions yeah 41 goals in the bundesliga in the bundesliga actually yeah. over, overtaking uh, who's that guy i gerd muller yeah i man i always confuse him with george best gerd muller yeah Yeah. So he actually overtook Gerd Muller, man. And imagine scoring forty-two, forty-one goals in in one single season in in a thirty-eight match competition. Forty-one goals. Yeah, man. Unreal. Yeah, he has been drilled to the Bayern system. Like FC Bayern plays to feed him chances, and he capitalizes on each and every one of them, right? yeah and uh, again uh, you know whenever we speak about poland this is the only name that you can you know speak about for like an hour because he defines his national side he is the star, yeah, you know Dude, center of attraction everything that yeah. he has done uska uska record hai he has scored a hat trick in fucking like 8 minutes or something uh, he yeah, scored 5 goals, goals in 9 minutes. minutes yeah 5 yeah. goals 2 in And, and, you know, to add to add to that craziness, he was subbed on at half time. Yeah, and I, I remember actually Gordiola's reaction after the yeah. fifth goal. Oh, coach, like Gordiola reacting like crazy. You must have accomplished something real, man. I don't know, unspeakable. He was like he had his hands on his head and his bald head, and he was like, "Ye kya dekh liya?" Yeah, it was it was like those moments, you know, when Zidane ne dekha tha Gareth Bale ka free kick final. Ha bhai. 
they are they're not going to qualify for the quarter final that is my hope they have a good goalkeeper they have they have one of the best center backs in world hmm. football right kenyar Yeah. and uh, they have yeah. like uh, other like experienced players they have again, a serie like... veteran who actually i think yeah they have thamsik right who actually served a long time in napoli and now is in uh... before ancelotti came in and decided just decided to ghost him he was performing for napoli man given his yeah. age he was actually performing and after ancelotti came and he just threw him out of the club i don't know what was the reason behind that but there was he, he is when, yeah there was a time yeah. when napoli were uh, they were dependent on the uh, chemistry between hamshik and insigne for hamshik and higuain man even before insigne insigne yeah. was performing in the top level there was this crazy partnership between marek hamshik and gonzalo higuain mm-hmm. which actually led to gonzalo higuain actually uh, scoring 32 goals one season in the Serie A. I think yeah. that's a record, right, mm-hmm. for Serie A. Most yeah. goals scored in a season. Yeah, but uh, for Hamshik, if you look at his current club, IFK Gothenburger, I can't even pronounce the name properly. Whatever. So, uh, in his in his new club, he hasn't been performing. He has only five appearances in one goal. So that is a concern. Yeah. When you when you when you. He used to. About- captain the side i remember uh, this team in the 2014 world cup and he was the captain right and yeah. because of the experience he has he might even end up captaining the side this time as well but man he's not he's nowhere close to what he actually used to be right marek hamshik was one of the top top names in the midfield department mm-hmm. in europe at that time 2014 mm-hmm. 15 yeah and Other than that, I think they the should. The weird be... thing, the weird yeah. thing about them is they just have three forwards. They have five, three forwards. Why the fuck? I understand. 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 Yes, and so uh, that's how you look at it. Maybe, but I I think you know teams like Slovakia don't go with the traditional uh, formations. Like they won't play a four-three-three or a four-two-three-one, right? So they play like more defensive formations where you have a lone striker uh, ahead of a freedom midfield. So that's how they play, like a four-five-one or something like that. So I think uh, this is justified uh, why the manager has picked less number of. Uh, strikers or you know yeah. inverted forwards. Yeah. So yeah. again, Slovakia not many recognizable names, but they can sh- sure pull up a performance. You know, pull up a. As I said, as I more said, more they are actually the uh, surprise package. They can turn out to be the yeah. surprise package. Yeah. So I think we are going to go ahead and give our predictions for this group. So starting with Onidban. Yeah, right. I think um, yeah. Given given their problems, Spain is still going to, uh, you know, top this group. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to. They can even yeah, go man, because them. there's actually yeah. no quality right to compete with. I know yeah. we have uh, actually in our analysis we had said some uh, some things about Enrique's agenda, his management, and criticized the Spanish side. 
but the lack of quality is showing man and it's, and it's huge right yeah. so i yeah i think i have to agree that's with why you that's why i predicted that's why i predicted yeah. they can even go unbeaten in, in yeah, the group yeah. stages so i think that and then uh, i think second place i think poland mm-hmm. and uh, and third place sweden this this can be you know interchangeable I, these two teams have very close margins yeah. and uh, but slovakia i think uh, is going to be the harsh truth for them that they won't qualify yeah uh, shavik so man as i've so, said the pain is going to top the group and i even agree with onirban on the uh, they might even go unbeaten right into the knockouts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think for me sweden are going to make it uh, with spain directly mm-hmm. the knockouts i just think there there are enough x factors in the swedish side to uh, to produce the magic on the field right as we have talked about earlier and uh, i think slovakia are uh, going to finish fourth and on like <laughs> there is no possible uh, justification other than the fact that they just don't have the quality right and i don't see any promising players as well so i think spain sweden poland slovakia that's that's me same for you adira or something different so like the nova student in the physics class same answer no difference <laughs> and you know it's weird how uh, after spain all of the three teams are so equal and not in a good way right so that that makes it a difficult one to predict so i'm going to predict with onid one actually i'm going to go poland first then sorry spain first then poland then Okay. Sweden and finally Slovakia. So yeah, yeah. So I think that is going to be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll be back tomorrow with the probably our best group stage uh, in a group review, right? The group best review, right? Banger, yeah. banger, boy. Kal khatam nahi hoga topics baat karne ke. ठीक है Yeah, I'm already excited about tomorrow's episode. Actually, Kolkata lo. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.